Blog Talk Radio. This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Kimberly Williams has a long history of making waves in the fashion industry. She became a well-known stylist specializing in curating closets for women of all shapes and sizes after getting her start in 2013. After making a name for herself as a stylist, she became a writer for Fashion Bomb Daily, designer and boutique owner, and even managed plus-size models. This work inspired Kimberly to become a fierce advocate for curvy women. That advocacy led to the birth of Curve Cella, the premier shopping expo dedicated to curves. She truly believes in collaboration and partnerships and seeks to support other brand owners as they grow. Kimberly looks forward to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring others as she continues to expand her platform and influence. And we are super excited to have Kimberly on the show today. Hey. Hey, Shanice. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I know this is a busy media day for you today. It is. It is. So today has been a wonderful media day. Um, and so I'm, I'm so blessed to be here, though. I mean, let's not even... Let's not even talk about the others. This is where it's at. This is this is like home for me. So thank you so much for having me back. Yes, we're so excited about your new project. But let's start from the beginning. How okay. did you initially discover the plus size community and get active? Um, that's a really good question. And I think that's why I list 2013 as my start date in the industry, because that is when I actually started to recognize more plus events uh, as something that I could actually attend and go to. Um, but my journey just as a plus size women and styling women, um, it actually started before that. So, um, of course, you know, you always have your church fashion shows. But in addition to that, um, just different corporate situations would come up and they would do um, like I've, I worked with United Way for several years when I worked for AT&T and they always did a fashion show. And to think out of everybody that worked for AT&T in the city of Houston, they came to the plus size woman to help um, to coordinate the fashion show. So that if that says something about what people actually knew me for and from there, it was just like, you know, we were doing what I felt like was just community work. Um, still at that point, you know, was advocating. I was having things made. Um, I had a roster of seamstresses that I would use for different people that would come to me. And then all of a sudden in Houston, where I'm from and where I live, I started to see plus size events. and plus size fashion shows. And I was like, wait, this, 
this was going to be, I remember the first one that I attended and I was like, okay, this is going to be a full, like just fully dedicated to just plus size women. And I don't know, Shanice, if you can think back to then, but if you really try to think about it, I mean, the time before that was always like maybe one plus size model in a regular fashion show. Mm -hmm. So then I began to say, okay, we're going to start doing more of these. I want to help. I want to be in the background. Um, And then, you know, certain women in Houston would say, oh, I'm attending this. And I saw you work at this show or I saw you style this person. Um, And from that, just different opportunities were born where I moved into having a boutique. I eventually started to design my own uh, clothing line, shop LaForm, LaForm clothing and accessories. And then um, I would get calls about celebrity placements. I styled Mia X, um, No Limit Rapper, in Houston yeah. for about five years. Yeah, you didn't know. Um, being from Baton Rouge, I don't know if you knew that, but I worked with I her. I Yeah, for five years, um, even when. She started like her cookbook and her cooking tours. Um, I was largely a part of that. And a list of events just happened from that fashion bomb. Oh, you dropped. Kim, are you still there? You dropped. Hello? Okay, there you go. Okay, sorry about that. Um not sure what happened, but yes, I've been blessed overall to um, have so many opportunities, but I've also just created opportunities. When I saw something that I really wanted to do, and Shanice, I think I've I've known you majority of the time that I've done uh, anything plus size related, and I've brought you many ideas that didn't work, but for me, I've always just towards what I wanted to see, whether it worked or not. So I'm grateful today to have those experiences because they've definitely brought me to the reason why uh, you and I are speaking today. And um, I heard you say that you had a um, tailor and seamstress um, making clothes for you at the beginning. At your Mm -hmm. heaviest weight, did you struggle to find the type of clothing that you wanted and that was the catalyst for a lot of the things you're doing now? Absolutely. So I have been sizes, several weights. Um, my my highest, I think, to date was uh, size 24, 26, where even the normal clothing um, that they put in stores sometimes didn't work. So it did force me to be creative. And a lot of what I did, um, even back then, before we had the options that we have now, was I would mix and match. I would take pieces. I would have them short, shortened. I would have um, maybe sleeves added because I was definitely one of those ones that the, the plus size industry um, now is so free with our crop tops and our short sleeves. But I never wore my arms out then. So if I saw something that was sleeveless, I would go add sleeves. And I would do a puff or I would do um, a midi, you know, or three-quarter length. Um, I would do what was necessary to make comfortable in the garment. And that was something that I always thought outside of the box when I would be dressing myself. So, yes, I can remember those very, very creative days and the money I would spend to have 
um, just anything to look like it was created just for me. And then fast forward to January 2020, you launched your own plus size clothing line. Now, for those listening um, who are not familiar with your clothing line, tell us a little bit about it. So I did uh, launch in January 2020. I launched LaForm Clothing and Accessories. And LaForm is very special to me because it was me actually making some of the things that I've been making for myself available to the public. Um, LaForm actually was born about two years prior to that. So I owned a boutique, Kaloff Boutique. Shout out to my Kaloff uh, Boutique um, customers that may remember those days. And I did that until like 2017. And I got so frustrated because at that time, if you were a plus boutique, we all were literally selling the same thing. And I remember all the made in China stuff everything from China. It was literally all of us. It was just a, really a matter of who got it first. Mm-hmm. And I was exhausted of that because I still worked full time. So I didn't I didn't transition to entrepreneurship until like 2017. So before that, I was maintaining a job and just trying to keep up. And it was becoming um, very ugly in the plus industry. And I said, you know what, I'm not made for this. I don't want to compete with my friends that own boutiques. I really want to wear items that I created. And I looked in the closet at some of the things that I had put together, and I said, you know, I could actually take some very simple designs, start with them, and and just manufacture. Instead of doing custom, why not create a whole line? So it took me about two years because I started off in the United States. And, of course, when, you know, United States sees plus, extra large, uh, and up, the dollars, they start formulating like, oh, you want what size? Okay, yeah, let us charge you according to um, something that's outside of standard. And I said, well, this isn't going to work. And I had a friend who introduced me to uh, my partner who lives in Nigeria. And he said, you really need to meet her because she has a fashion house. And I know that you can produce your clothing um, there and not pay what United States or even Mexico would charge you for production. And he was right. It was it was crazy. It was almost like a tenth of what I would have paid here. So we started with a few things, and I believe 2018 was my first trip to Nigeria. And from there, we actually just bonded. She and I bonded We created just a few different things. And I said, well, let me take these back to the United States and see how they work. And sure enough, I can remember being at CurvyCon and um, the founder stopped me. I was at an event and she said, I love your dress, Um, Chastity. She was like, I love your dress. And I knew then, I said, girl, go ahead and put the money behind it and produce every single item that you think you you have like something special in and that's what I did now something you said stuck out you said when you had your uh boutique things Mm -hmm. started to get ugly now Mm -hmm. is it like beef between boutiques well I mean I 
know, Shanice, you can remember, and I know this is my interview, but you gon' you gonna have to back me up on this. Now you know okay. we've had some cattiness in just the plus industry in general. And I can only speak for what I witnessed. Um we I believe in collaboration. I've come to you about many things. You've seen me collaborate with other people. Everybody in our industry doesn't feel that way. And so that was really a time where a lot of plus boutiques were selling the same items. And I really feel like that was an opportunity for us to fight back even then. I mean, we've advocated for so many things for our industry, but in that time, everybody was really just trying to make money. And I was friends. uh, I'm still friends with the lady who owns Curvaceous Boutique. And I remember us having a conversation and we were just trying to get to the bottom of it because they weren't giving us options and it was becoming just terrible for us to provide different types of pieces. And even for them, for those larger boutiques, like my one of my closest friends owns Boutique 11.5. Mona, I love you if you hear this. And even she and I have been friends you know, for a good duration of the time since 2014. And we would talk about like, well, girl, what are you seeing? And so we were supporting each other then. So just think if me, Curvaceous and Boutique 11.5 would have come together, collaborated and pushed back, you know, on those Chinese-based or LA-based vendors, what we could have produced with those numbers. And it was just, and it wasn't even more so about other boutiques. It was about me being able to because I was a, a stylist then too. I didn't even talk about that aspect of my boutique business because the boutique was birthed out of being able to dress my clients. And so my clients didn't want to wear what everybody else had, and they didn't want to always wait for custom. And then I remember me and uh, me and Mia had issues like we paid someone to produce something, and it came out awful. And so there we were with nothing. And I literally, I had to go thrift her something. Like I literally had to go and I was like, oh girl, you really are talented to pull this off. So in that moment, like if I were styling her today, there's tons of things available. But looking back there, it it really just caused issues across the board for plus size boutiques. So it was a perfect time for me to exit because I just didn't have the fight in me to try to keep up. And you've had many hats in the plus size industry. Um, You know, you just spoke of being a designer, a Mm -hmm. stylist, a boutique owner. You've even managed plus size models. Um, What do you think uh, is lacking on the business side in the plus size community? Um, Just what you said, the business side. We are so quick in the same way. So let me not, please let me not offend. Sometimes we act on our creativity and then we learn the business side later. And in that process, what are we doing when we're not organized and structured business or entrepreneurially? We're losing money. Um, Sometimes when you're capitalizing on this great idea you end up being in this position where you're just dumping money because you don't know. So you're paying people to do it for you and everybody's not always honest. So we could use, I think um, it's gotten better, but in the plus industry, fashion, um, even just anything fashion, I won't even focus on plus. We definitely could use 
better business acumen. We need to learn how to really navigate this industry and make it work for us financially and just intelligent, being intelligent about our decisions. Um, and I, I have to go back to it, collaboration. Why aren't there more collaborative um, instances happening with plus designers, um, I mean, we're starting to see like department stores, they're getting it and different, you know, uh, shopping merchants, they're getting it. But you still don't see a lot of us linking up just different influencers or um, boutique owners doing collaborative things. So the business side, you know, if we if we pushed our egos to the side, we could accomplish so much more we could learn because that's definitely for me, I'm all about education. Um, and I think, you know, I know we're going to speak about Coachella, but that to me is why I've seen Coachella do numbers in such a short amount of time because mm -hmm. I've actually taken time to learn the business on how things work and even knowing how to hire is requires a certain acumen. So, mm -hmm. um, just for, you know, across the board, if you're structuring yourself as an entrepreneur and you think it's just about balancing your checkbook, no. It's about having the right team. It's about building a business and understanding that if somebody reaches out to you, um, and I pray everybody that needs to hear this hears it, if I reach out to you to partner, it's not because I'm nosy. It's because I think that the two of us can actually, our two organizations, or our two businesses would do well together. And I don't mean any ill intent. It's just like, hey, I think we could really link up. And instead of me, you know, dumping all of my money, why don't we link up together and do a photo shoot so that both of us get content or both of us get the opportunity for, you know, my publicist or your publicist to really put us out there. Um, I have countless countless examples of this but I'll just say we still there's so much work for us to do and I'm proud of what we've done what we've done so far but there's still so much more that we could be doing to make us more visible as a plus community and things that would actually reach us further with you know additional opportunity so you have reached out to somebody to be a partner or to collaborate and they didn't trust what you were presenting? Maybe so. I try to be devil's advocate. That's a good way of putting it. Maybe they didn't trust, or maybe they just didn't see the vision. But, Shanice, I did it. it the, the thing that I wanted to do um, with a collaborative effort, I did it. Um, I'm doing it. So let's just leave that there. <laughs> so you have a new event that mm -hmm. is coming up very soon and mm -hmm. is highly anticipated and it's yeah. called Curve Cella. Now tell me how did the vision for Curve Cella come about? So Shanice, if I gave you my iPhone and you looked into my Apple um, iPhone notes right now, you would see, because I've owned an iPhone probably almost since the beginning, since I let my BlackBerry go, you would see notes and notes and notes of things that I have written over the years. Curve Cella, I've probably been sitting on this name since 2014, 
whenever uh, Coachella became really popular, mm-hmm. I've always played with um, the word curve just, you know, because why everything we do in this industry is like curve this, curve that. So um, I waited to see if somebody would use it. I waited because I just knew, you know, in our um, just the plight of the curvy industry and what we've gone through to single ourselves out from the next person, I was like, oh, somebody's going to use that name at some point. But I never talked about it. I never, even when I tried to get others to partner with me, um, I never spoke about the name that I had. I waited. And when I saw that nobody else really um, saw the vision, which is fine, I trademarked it. And Ah. so, oh, I did. Yes, I did. I trademarked it because I even looked up CurvyCon. It's not trademarked. Why? So I was like, okay, girl, you're learning things about business and you're going to do shirts and you're going to do numbers and you need to make sure that this word cannot be thrown thrown around, not even as a hashtag. So, um, but trademark application is pending. So anyways, but um, thank you. And so I want to also say, before I tell you um, just some highlights about Curvechella, Shanice, I came to you. And remember we talked about doing something. I was like, you know, the South needs something. Like, I always felt like we're forever running to New York and we're ever, forever running to L.A. and we're forever running to Atlanta. That's like the three places where you always see curvy events taking off. And I've I've been one of those people because I love to see it. I think that we can right. have 10 strong, curvy events every year, and I'm going to go. Like, I'm one of right. those people that just believes because why? I see my friends. I shop. I do all the things that I want to do in a space created for me. So when I started thinking about putting together Curvechella, I've done um, several closet sales over the years. And a lot of those closet sales have been because I was a stylist and I would have those samples left over. Um, When I had the boutique, I would just have like random sizes of one style of this, two styles of this. And so I'd be like, oh, I need to get rid of this so I can bring in new merch. Um, When I started doing La Forme, I would have my sample pieces. Some things I would make, they were nice, but I just didn't replicate them. And it, and it was a design I didn't really want to replicate. So then I'd sell those things. Um, and then because I'm always shopping for clients, even though I don't style anymore, Shortisha, Davida, shout out to my clients. I still have clients that call me um, for various things. And so I just would be out shopping, picking up things. And if it didn't work, it, you know, I just wouldn't return it. I'd be like, oh, you know what? Somebody else, Keisha will want this or, you know, and Keisha's an actual client. I've styled her at four different sizes. So at the end of the day, I started doing these sales because they got popular. People would ask me, when is your next closet sale? Can we come shop your closet? And I'd be like, you know what, let me pull all this stuff out. Because think about it, as a stylist, you're always buying. And if you're not getting rid of it, then it's more than you would like to manage. One person cannot manage all of that in their house. So I would just throw it all out there and call my top clients, and then they would start to ask me, 
well, can we bring, um, you know, our cousin, our aunt, our mom, she's curvy. Can we bring her? And from there, um, those sales, I would just do them twice, sometimes three times a year. And it became a thing to where I even pushed to involve Facebook. Because I was like, well, let me see how I can kind of keep this private because everybody may not want people to know that they're buying, you know, secondhand clothes or samples. So I I did a Facebook group. And with hmm. Facebook group, yeah, we have over 400 people in that group. It's kind of like our Gulf Coast group that you started, um, our plus community there. And so in that group, I post things sometimes randomly. I throw, like, if I'm doing something or if there's an opportunity, modeling. I have everybody in that group. And so we – it's really a safe space. And I said, you know, how can I take um, – and it's called All Things Kimmy the Stylist, if anybody wants to join – but I thought about how I could take the beautiful um, vibe of all things Kimmy the Stylist because there's no drama. We're just in there talking about clothes, fashion. Um, and sometimes, like, we would be in there during COVID. We prayed for one another. I mean, it's a really nice space. And I said, you know, I want to translate this to Curvechella. And so this year... I didn't make it about um, us doing any seminars. I didn't make it about the men because, you know, sometimes now when we do curvy events, we're like, oh, well, the men big and tall, they need a space. Yes, they do, but not this year because mm-hmm. I really wanted to focus on the plus-size woman, and I wanted to give her options, and I wanted to make it a shopping event where I could be um, hands-on, on the floor, shopping with Um, Whether I know you or not, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to walk around and help anybody who wants it, and I'm going to make it a point to ensure that I'm available, that number one, that it's a safe space for shopping, and I mean all sizes. I'm I'm kind of upset I didn't get to 5X um, because I really wanted that stretch of extended sizes. So next year that will for sure be a primary focus. But Curvechella is all about a vibe. We have food, we have signature drinks, we have a DJ, and we have vendors that know that your customers are going to be curvy, and they're ready to love on everybody who walks in the door. So is this going to be an annual event that you just keep expanding each year? Absolutely. We have already had sponsors reach out about 2024. So we can't not do it. Like now we're up and it's stuck. We can't move. Um, It's an annual and it's in my city. Can we just shout out to Houston for a minute? Houston is like the new Atlanta. I mean, the things that we're doing here for black entrepreneurs, the entire event is based on black entrepreneurship. The event space is owned by a black man. Most of the sponsors are African-American. We have a a local black-owned liquor store, OST Liquor, and they have done nothing but love on us. They They made sure that we could have signature bags because they sell these small bottles with mixers. And so they have, this week, they're selling two different types dedicated to our event. One of them is the Curvechella and the other one is the Thicky Thick. Um, I mean, we have like our brunch spot. 
Rock House. They're loving on us. We have all sorts of sponsors that have just said, you know what, we love this. We have black men, which we're, we're actually posting that video this week. We have a bunch of black men, entrepreneurs in Houston that are Houston-based shouting out Coachella. Nice. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Now, tell us, you mentioned a few of your sponsors. you have any other sponsors you want to shout out? So we do. We have Uncle Nearest, um, which if you know about Uncle Nearest, they uh, were spun out of the Jack Daniels story. Um, Uncle Nearest is the actual family that owned uh, the recipe or that took back the recipe. Um, So we're so proud to have them. They're probably our most answer and just most prestigious. We also have uh, GO3 Vodka, who's based here in Houston. Um, We have a local uh, radio personality and a Ready for Love host. His name is KG Smooth. He was on seasons three and four on uh, Ready to Love and his Moscato. uh, He donated several bottles of that to us. Um, We have Nyack Whiskey uh, or Cognac, which um, they've uh, contributed several bottles. Um, of, co- of course, OST Liquor, shout out to them again, because they gave us those cute little bags for our VIP customers and um, a host of spas, health and wellness. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And it, it's like the, and we have Macy's. Hmm. I know I'm promoting the, yes, yes, yes. Now let me jump off of the black entrepreneurship for one second, because I have to say Macy's has shown out. They have shown out. We, um, They dressed me today when I was on our uh, CW local outlet, Channel 39. Um, they dressed me today. They're dressing me during um, this weekend. They are dressing a couple of different models um, just to walk around and show some of their latest uh, trends because they've actually stepped it up. Macy's has stepped it up with some of their designers. Um so the um, primary person that works for Macy's Woman, is, and that's a personal stylist, her name is Sally. And Sally has loved on us. She's given us things, um, Macy's style watch bags, and just uh, coupons. She's giving us coupons galore to pass out um, for her first session with you. So if you are in Houston or close and you want to come out, um, you have to make sure that you stop by Sally's table because she is really laying it on thick, and she's been so kind to us from the beginning. Now, we have to say the event is coming up this Saturday, August 5th, correct? That's correct. So Saturday, so August it, 5th. Is it too late to get involved? If If you're just hearing it now, can you still get involved? So if you're just hearing it now, I believe we are sold out for vendors, but depending on the type of what you offer, um, you can send us an email uh, to hello at Curvechella, and that's C-U-R-V-C-H-E-L-L-A dot com, and just send us an email and let us know what it is that you have to offer. If you're based in Houston, um, we'd love to, you know, speak 
further about the opportunity. And even if we can't accommodate you this year, uh, we already have a list forming for 2024. Um, we, we could use volunteers. We do have several volunteers, but we're not turning any volunteers away because whereas we have some volunteers that have said, hey, we'll be there the whole day, it just allows us to alleviate them from having to be there from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, and as far as any other involvement, if you want to be a sponsor, of course, that's not too late. We will not turn you away. Um, you just need to get to us before uh, Friday so that we can stuff those VIP bags with your coupons or your gift cards. And we're also doing raffle um, raffle ticket giveaways So because we've, we were given so many things. It's like we can't hold on to this. And so if you are a sponsor um, or someone that, you know, has some things in mind that you'd like to give away, a gift card, we had Ashley Stewart actually um, pledge a gift card to us, even though they're not an official sponsor, people have just said, like, we, we want to participate. So they gave us a $50 gift card just to give to one of our Coachella shoppers. Nice. So where do you purchase tickets and can you pay at the door? So we do have an entire uh, landing page on com that will direct you to um, purchasing those tickets. And if you're approved as a vendor, you can also purchase your vendor space there. Um, in the landing page, there is a contact form. And so if you just happen to forget the email, you can use that contact form and it comes directly to us. And we are actually, um, we're monitoring that page and that email uh, very closely because after just with this being media day and the um, the different um, press that we're getting, we're getting all sorts of calls. So calls. So if you think that is, this is something you want to be a part of, please don't hesitate to reach out because we are, we have a full team. We have a, a team of five and we're all, you know, jumping in and working until this event is here. So please reach out if you um, want any of those opportunities or just want to know how you can help. Please you utilize the curvechella.com contact uh, form. And can you purchase tickets at the door? Yes. So to answer that, yes, you can. We have a special T-shirt. Shanice, we have to send you one. Please don't let me forget because I know you love a nice T-shirt. Yes. Our T-shirts, we have not revealed them because, honey, I'm a stylist and they're cute. Okay. Well, this your is marketing cute. is really cute with the um, animated designs. Everything is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Shanice. Shanice, we thought long and hard. And as a matter of fact, Holly, the shout out to Holly, the co-organizer, we talked about our branding, and she put together a logo, and I put together a, a logo, and like, no lie, we brought them back to each other, and they looked the, the similar. Like, I knew the look, and I wanted my sorority colors in there, too. I was like, I want some pinks. I want some greens. I want some purples. I'm like, let's just make this fun so that people can, you know, really get hype when they see the logo. And I want to just cheer people up, like, regardless of We've talked about, and I know this is um, maybe something for closing, but I just want to throw this in while I have the thought. Um, regardless of our plight in this industry, because we've seen a lot, Shanice, we've done a lot. We're C 
seriously like if I'm an OG, you're you're for real. You're a founder in this in this industry. And thank you for all that you've contributed. But I want to say like I'm coming from a place of love. I want to see everyone win. And in my mindset, there's room and space for anybody that wants to be part of Curvechella. I don't care how small or how big. We need you. We need boutiques and we need small businesses and we need corporate businesses. We need all of this to make the most amazing event. So I just want to say that I'm definitely pushing my ego to the side. And, you know, if there's anything that I can do to help someone, please reach out. Even if you don't feel that you can personally contribute to the event, but you just want to link, like, let's do that. Let's get back to that you know, time where we can all support one another to create a win-win partnership. And who are some specific people that you would love to connect and collaborate with in the future? Um, so I don't have a specific name, but I will say that every plus-size boutique um, I shop from, because here's the thing that I didn't mention. As a stylist, I shop everywhere. I thrift I um I love high end things. I like low end things. I can be in Holly's closet and Holly could have had on a shirt the day before and I'd be like, Holly, wash this so that I can wear it tomorrow. Like if I see that it's a part of what I want to wear, literally I don't have I don't see a, a face or a label or a price point when it comes down to, you know, how I shop. So I shop from everyone so even so the small small business boutiques um i adore you guys i was i i am you guys actually and even like my designers that are up and coming i know how expensive it is to manufacture so let's let's link let's work together um i haven't talked with like jay bolin in a long time but i remember us having a conversation where he was like, I'm just trying to get to everybody that has a vision. And and that's how I feel because, you know, it may not be me who uses you, but if you have a design and I pass it on to Jay Bolin or you have a design and I pass it on to Goo, at the end of the day, your design is going to get seen. And it didn't have to be me that did that for you. But if I can do that for you, then I thank God for that ability to to get people in the right place. And I think that's kind of how we have to operate because why that puts us all in a position where it's our time and we're being seen. So I'm ready to work with anybody who's ready to work with me. Yes, I love that. And so do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for or is all your energy in Curvechella right now? So the thing that I love that I will say about Curvechella is that Curvechella has provided so many different opportunities um, beyond just this Saturday. So we've already put together, um, the executive team has already talked about our prom initiative for plus size girls next year. Um, We've already been invited to New York Fashion Week, which I don't know if we can make it this year, but if I can gather some of our top um, Curvechella supporters and influencers and we can link up and sit front row at New York Fashion Week, that's something, Shanice, we've really not seen. And I'm not talking about full-figured Fashion Week. I'm not talking about 
CurvyCon Fashion Week. I'm talking about regular New York Fashion Week that I've attended with my friends of all sizes. But what if it's me and four other plus-size baddies on the front row? That's something that Kimberly, Kimmy the Stylist, can make happen. So when we were invited to this one particular show, I said, man, I I know I can come. But what if I had four or five other ladies with me who were all curvy and all killing it? Um, Dinner and Blanc, which is a huge um, event that Houston, I think they do that in most major cities. We've already Mm -hmm. been invited to that. So don't be surprised. You have to follow us on Instagram, and that's Curvechella, C-U-R-V, C-H-E-L-L-A, because I will be taking plus-size baddies with me everywhere that I can kick the door open. They may think it's just me coming, and then, surprise, it's six of us, and we're all oversized 12. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So tell us your official website and social media pages. Sure. So Curvechella, www.curvechella.com, and that's C-U-R-V-C-H-E-L-L-A.com. Instagram is the same, C-U-R-V-C-H-E-L-L-A. And after today, Shanice, I can say Google us because we're getting hit, girl. We got media popping for us. And also, if you want to follow me and just um, talk to me about just partnerships that aren't necessarily related to Curvechella, but maybe um, you need some support with something, maybe my styling. I'm all about community right now. So I'm at Kenny the Stylist. um, And you'll see just from that page, you'll see some of the things I've done in the past if you just want to learn about where the initiatives have grown from. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. You know, I always support everything that you do because you told me, mm-hmm. you told, said that uh, you told me about Curve Cella. I don't remember what I said, but I know it had to be something positive. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we talked about it because um, I'll, I'll make you uh, remember this really quickly. When I did the Essence um, event with Curves, Mm-hmm. In 2015, I think you were still hosting the natural event, and you came over, mm-hmm. and I dressed you. Oh, yeah. Go back and look at those pictures. I dressed you in, like, this Aztec dress, and you didn't trust me. And then you put it on, and you were like, wow. Um, it was like a little zipper thing. But anyways, go back and yeah. look at those pictures. So yeah. Um, yeah. we talked about it then, and I was like, I think we should do something because we need something in New Orleans or maybe even Houston. And, I mean, we've talked about so much since then. But um, it's definitely something that you felt was necessary then. And it's almost 10 years later now, and it's happening. So um, I'm so thankful for the manifestation for just speaking life into it and, you know, getting to this point where you and I can actually talk about it. Yes, so you definitely have my support. I wish I could be there this weekend, but I'll definitely be there for 2024. Absolutely. We're going to make sure of it. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and continued success with everything you got going on. Thank you so much, Shanice. And anytime you need me back, I'm I'm here. I love your podcast and it is amazing. Thank you so much. Stay in touch. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.